This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation and its upcoming annual convention January 7th through the 12th in Atlanta. Learn more at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden is set to have a major conversation with Chinese President Xi Jinping, but don't expect tariffs to be on the agenda. That's the word of a senior administration official who spoke to reporters about the conversation over the weekend. Instead, look for Biden to discuss China's domestic subsidies and a host of other contentious issues between the two countries. Bill Thompson has more on what to watch for in this evening's meeting in his story on agripulse.com. President Joe Biden signed the bipartisan infrastructure bill into law in a White House ceremony today. The bill includes $550 billion in new spending. That includes a $65 billion investment in providing high-speed broadband across the country, $8.3 billion for Bureau of Reclamation water projects set to benefit Western farmers, and a $2.5 billion line item for waterway projects. For rural electric co-ops, the bill also kickstarts the need to look for new sources of power. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. As President Biden signs into law his $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill today, attention focuses on how the U.S. will switch over to clean energy sources and become less reliant on fossil fuels to supply the U.S. energy grid. Speaking on AgriPulse's open mic, Jim Matheson, CEO of the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association, says over 60% of the current electricity supply is being met by burning fossil fuels. This economy is based on having electricity always available. We want to make sure that if you're going to take away a resource that is always available, which would be, in your question, a coal-based plant, how are you going to replace that with something that's also always available? Matheson says finding a clean energy source that is equally as reliable and available as its fossil fuel counterpart will be challenging. Now, what's been happening over the last few years, just really based on market forces, is a lot of coal plants have shut down and natural gas plants have replaced them because they're less ex- they've been less expensive to run because natural gas prices have been so low. So you're replacing one fossil fuel with another. But uh, in the longer run, if you're going to see a movement to try to address and pursue a lower carbon future, the open question that I think we all ought to want to answer wherever you are on the debate is, how do we make sure that we have reliable power? Fossil fuel plants have long been a reliable source of electricity to rural areas, especially in extreme weather events that can cause power outages. You can hear more from Matheson and his thoughts on supplying additional energy demand and how electric cooperatives are assisting rural residents in gaining access to broadband in his interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. The bill signing kicks off what could be a big week for the president's agenda as House leaders ready the Democratic caucus for a floor vote on the Build Back Better reconciliation package. There's more in our Washington week ahead on agripulse.com. Finally today, a longtime member and former chairman of the Senate Ag Committee is calling it a career. Vermont Democrat Patrick Leahy announced his retirement at the Vermont State House this morning, saying it's time. Leahy is the current president pro temp of the Senate, making him third in line for the presidency behind Vice President Kamala Harris and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. He has long held an influential role in farm policy and took a special interest in dairy issues during his time on the Ag Committee, which included chairing the panel from 1987 to 1995. He says Senate Ag Service played a key role in his understanding of being a senator. I learned early in my career that good judgment and hard work are exactly what Vermonters expect 
from their representatives. The hard work part began as a member of the Senate Agriculture Committee, where I eventually became his chairman. We used it to bring some of born in Vermont ideas to Capitol Hill, such as the Farms for the Future and the Forest Legacy Program. There's more on Leahy's retirement in our story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join thousands of farmers and ranchers from all across the country at the American Farm Bureau's annual convention in Atlanta, January 7th through the 12th. All are welcome. Register today at annualconvention.fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.